Welcome, everyone, to the Pop Culture Podcast by Fantastic Geek, your official, unofficial voice of the Marvel Cinematic Community. My name is Matt, and joining me as always is Pete. Hello, Pete. Hello, Matt. Hello, everyone. Here today to talk to you about the stunning announcement yesterday that Marvel will uh, take the Inhumans, not to the screen as they had previously been slated, but to your small screen after the big screen. Absolutely shocking news out of the blue. Uh, I I think it hit Twitter at about 7.15 p.m. Eastern, and uh, our pal J.J. Nato on Twitter uh, had had, uh, made us aware of it probably at about 7.18, so thank you, kind sir. Uh, the, uh, the, the Pete, is it hyperbole to say the previously unheard of arrangement where the first two episodes are going to debut exclusively in IMAX theaters before the rest of the eight episode drama moves to ABC for the fall of 2017? Is this unprecedented? Completely. And, uh, to my mind does a couple different things that a, previously coveted movie property in that it was slated for a a 2019 uh, film uh, is now being shunted to uh, TV and ABC, no less given, you know, the number of Netflix uh, projects that Marvel has in development and production currently uh, shows a, a definite thawing, of this uh, kind of barrier that's uh, that that's formed between the movie people and the TV people, and uh, it certainly means some things as far as uh, Marvel TV on ABC is concerned. Yeah, I know some people read it as a a widening between the the film section of Marvel, which is of course its own uh, its own unit outright amongst uh, amongst disney uh whereas everything else marvel is in the marvel umbrella including marvel tv i kind of looked at it as for whatever reason months ago in april uh marvel films said that they were not making this into a movie so therefore to me it shows some kind of cooperation that if if this is a toy they don't want to play with let let somebody else in the marvel family and in the disney family figure out something uh, to, to, to make out of it. So if nothing else, Pete, it, 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 to me, it does not suggest, oh, things are, things are worse. In fact, if anything, it's, it's people are figuring out what's, what's being used and what isn't being used. And if it's not being used on the film side, then let's give a crack at it for the TV side. Yeah. And that it was under the radar in such a way. I mean, listen, they've, they've done their diligence on this they know what they're dealing with but clearly it didn't fit into their larger film universe as currently constructed however they feel that it is valuable enough that they're going to move it to the tv side that they're going to do it on a network they had gone from one to two back to one show with and around a property that is already appearing on that one show in the Inhumans. You know, we've got Daisy Johnson. We've had any number of Inhumans pop up on the show. The current director of uh, S.H.I.E.L.D., Jeffrey Mace. Um, 
you know, and, and everybody in between. So there's a lot of possibilities. There's a lot of speculation for what has been announced here will be an eight episode run. The first two appearing in IMAX uh, towards the end of the summer. Well, Pete, you mentioned Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so let's let's have that discussion now. My initial reaction before it was clear that this was an eight-episode order and, and uh, that was not part of the first round of stories that were that were published. I'd say within a half an hour it was it was being updated. But when I heard new, brand new, superpower Marvel TV show headed for ABC with this novel bounce straight out of the movies in theory you're going to be able to go to an imax theater see a big movie experience in the beginning of september and then end of september continue the adventure for for more episodes Uh, again before it was clear it was eight episodes total i immediately said this is it for agents of shield guaranteed because we who watch the show love the show but the slam has been it's a bunch of not super powered people kind of in the background. I mean, certainly that's how the beginning of the first uh, season was. So I was convinced that this was 100% gloom and doom for the show. I was right there with you. In fact, we had those conversations that, okay, you know, they're, they're moving on. Um, But I think we both backpedaled and with good reason when you go from, Oh, all right. The speculation that they're going to, have a pilot and launch what will initially be our belief at that time, a a 13 episode order in the hope that ratings are strong enough to take it to a full 22 episodes and then, or, or 10 or whatever it would be and uh, take it from there. I am reminded of the wise, wise words of uh, TV by the numbers and cancel bear, which is of course their, their fictional face to, to, how they state things uh like limited series are only limited when you don't renew them so it's kind of to call it a limited series is is a hedging of the bet because if it's successful enough you could do a limited series for you know as many seasons as you want to do it a limited order okay that's that's interesting um that certainly limits your risk and it sounds here like the model is Get that big IMAX push. Heck, get money through the door by your IMAX presentation of it. Um, and then quick followed up with momentum for, for six subsequent episodes, which depending on particulars, um, you know, that could be that could be collapsed into less than six weeks if you want to do two hour showings. Um, so kind of go in there, get get your sizzle, get your big story arc to it, but then get out of there in not a ton of programming time. I mean, going back and forth with you and just to recap for our conversation here, um, I said something along the lines, you know, do they take the FX money that they might spread across a, a larger season, whether it's 22 or 13 or 10, and are they packing that into eight? Clearly, you know, the, the, the wild card in this other than the length is IMAX. You're not going to put an episode of, you know, insert Marvel show 
right now on an IMAX screen unless it's really loaded with effects and you're you're capable of taking full advantage of that. And while they have excellent visual effects and particularly Agents of Shield with the turnaround there under, you know, visual effects uh guru Mark Kolpak, um they don't spread an entire episode uh with visual effects it's you know two or three you know big shots that make an impression so that's certainly an eye grabber there with this knowledge that it's going to be eight episodes which um though the news reports say um the first two episodes will be in imax theaters for two weeks then it'll be followed by the six new episodes on abc my bet would be you know you get one quick ABC showing of those two episodes. It, to me, it's just, it would be foolish not to. Oh, you um, have to. It's it's no different than what we're dealing with in the other universe we podcast with Star Trek. And Star Trek Discovery is going to air first over the air on CBS. And then they're going to kick it off to what they hope is going to become their Netflix in CBS All Access. There's no way they could go direct to the pay model. Nobody's Netflix, and they're all trying to acquire Netflix at this point. Um, Still, though, it should be kept in mind that uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. ratings, uh, they're averaging like a .85, which uh, by by TV by the numbers math, that sounds pretty good to us. Um, if you're, if you're less than a 0.7 rating, you're probably going to get canceled sooner than not. And if you are a 1.0 or higher, you're probably going to get renewed. If you're in that in-between area, you're kind of going to stick around for a while while we see what's going on. You factor to that the incentive for S.H.I.E.L.D. to get to 88 episodes. I don't know that in humans, in humans at eight produced episodes and certainly six uh, six weeks of of TV taken up by that, um, that neither helps nor hinders Shield. Um, in fact, Pete, there was an article uh, just uh, yesterday, last night. Wow, quick turnaround uh, on TV by the numbers by by Rick Porter, noting that uh, this Inhumans show won't be a longer version of the Inhumans film. This is going to be a, a, a brand new uh, thing. Um, it won't be a spinoff of Agents of Shield, which is which is. Very interesting, but a number of places have said that there's not going to be a link back to S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, it won't be weighed down by this uh, this idea of a hefty episode order. So you kind of get to, you know, you get to, to give your all for those eight episodes. And then uh, he concludes the article by saying, this doesn't mean the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is over. Um, and, and in fact, the 0.8 or 0.9 same-day ratings that S.H.I.E.L.D. has brought has actually improved abc's position tuesdays at 10 which they gotta fill it with something so you know it, it, maybe pete here's my new hope if it's gonna if it's gonna ding agents of shield at all it'll be agents of shield season five 13 episodes coming to you you know starting in january i'll, I'll take that versus what, what what the situation was just about 24 hours ago which is pete agents of shield is done Yes. However, I think this one report, and it's the only place where I've seen it, that um, 
there's no connection to agents of shield that, uh, they will not, um, spin off into it pours a little bit of cold water on the shield situation for this very reason. Their ratings are in that funky area. Um, the only season that they got the go ahead ahead of time for a, another season was last year. Um, everything else they've, they've been down to the wire on and production on this, a, a year out announcement um, for a network show is very, very unusual. I can't recall another reason and this is a this is a groundbreaking situation what with going through IMAX and because of the intellectual property with Marvel and everything like that uh but I think we were both thinking all right there are some inhuman characters and some inhuman handlers on shield this is an exit strategy this is a way to lengthen those characters and again even if they're not cast as regulars. It's not that they couldn't appear. I like your thinking about, you know, okay, you do eight episodes of this and then you do 13 episodes of shield. That's certainly a possibility as well. I don't see them both running in the same time. And I think they're wise to not do that. You know, we, we talk all the time that the Marvel TV universe is, the spiritual successor to what Star Trek had in the 90s, a period of time when they had two shows running concurrently from 1992 until, what was it, 1999, okay? And then Voyager flew solo and then Enterprise flew solo. Um, but... You know, you're, you're talking about a TV franchise with 600 plus 700 hours. Uh, I mean, let's hope that that Marvel can get to that at some point. They're they're closing in on 150. But I think they're very wise to not overstuff it. All right. There's one going on in ABC currently. There's one airing on Netflix as much as things air on Netflix in that. You know, all right, we just came through Luke Cage. Definitely agree that that Marvel is that spiritual successor to Star Trek. I mean, the note the, the notion rather that you had you had Worf leave the Enterprise to go on Deep Space Nine and then take the ship from Deep Space Nine into one of the movies to have his movie adventure to come back. Um that's a degree of integration that, that here we, we want to see more of that in, in Marvel. Um, and listen, we have, you know, you point to the, the biggest level of connectedness where, you know, S.H.I.E.L.D. in the second half of its first season went from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to Agents of Nothing following the Hydra reveal in Captain America Winter Soldier. You've had all this spooky magic stuff go on with shield this season, albeit a lower level of connection with, with Dr. Strange um, here, they're going to put a TV show in a movie theater and then bring it to your, your small screen. So, I mean, there's, there's still nothing like it on TV and in the movies today. Um, but 
you know, we, we talk about the, the thawing a little bit and the willingness, you know, that's what I've really enjoyed the most about Marvel in this, this cinematic universe run is they're not afraid to pivot. Um, you know, there, there have been second or third choices. And initially when they announced the Inhumans movie more than a year ago, um, you know, they, they found themselves backpedaling and rather than completely retreat, they've, uh, they've turned it around and it's a different animal now. And who's to say that it can't wind up being a, a more superior animal, but it's certainly casts uh, an interesting path ahead for the series that is on the network currently where it's going to wind up. I don't think they're in a position to be running the two of them concurrently. I, I continue to just feel in my gut that, that if you see a shield renewal, I feel like it's a better shot than it was without Inhumans because not for nothing, whatever 22 episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. costs, let's just g- give me a number, Pete, any any number. What do you think that costs? I mean, I would put it at at least two to three million an episode, salaries, whole hog, effects, everything like that. So let, let's say 65 million uh, a season. So if that's what ABC is paying now, if you say, well, we're only going to order half of S.H.I.E.L.D. for next year, uh, that puts us, you know, at 30, 32 million. The remaining 32 million, we're going to put towards eight episodes of The Inhumans with the hopes that it'll be higher ratings and uh, get more bang for our buck for that. 30 million towards eight episodes, obviously math-wise, that's a ton of money. Um, you're co-financing with IMAX, which they didn't give specifics on the numbers, but that means it's even, you know, of that 32 million being spent, maybe ABC is only spending 24 million or something like that. So to go, well, we're going to spend $24 million to get eight episodes. So we're saving money, total money. We're going to get money back from the IMAX release. We're going to, you know, hopefully make a hit out of this. Um, then we can essentially put shield out there for less money overall less money per episode in that we now have this you know savings because the imax situation and all that this could be a situation where you do get that quote-unquote half season and and i'll just remind listeners that though we are in the quote-unquote fourth season of shield in terms of how it's been ordered we're kind of in the four right now we're kind of in the seventh half season you know each season has had its own thing here and i think rebrand or you know the the subtitle you know we're currently calling these agents of shield the ghost rider you know we've we've had other things come before you know last year fallen agent in the spring and everything like that i mean there certainly exists a model and a method for them to do it and we're not privy to the financial discussions not yet Um, (laughs) there, there was some belief that the, the new, uh, ABC, uh, chief Channing Dungey, but Matt, let me just point something out. Okay. Um, Dungey, uh, assumed control of the network in the spring. Um, Carter was by all accounts, agent Carter was by all accounts, dead 
so not much of a decision to be made there. Um, then it was, okay, uh, we're not going to take uh, Marvel's Most Wanted, for which a pilot had been shot, and there was a whole plan. We're not going to take that to series, which was a blow for the, the Marvel TV brand at that point. And S.H.I.E.L.D. had been renewed. It was deemed safe, and, and, and that had not been a surprise. Um, but... Haley Atwell of Agent Carter, she went to conviction and that was an opportunity for her to spread her wings and to do that. Um, you, of course, Matt, have something to add with that. Yes. Uh, people, especially those of us hurt by the loss of Agent Carter and, and kind of wanting to blame conviction, even though, you know, Pete, I hate it when actors get jobs and carpenters and electricians and production people get jobs ah you know but i digress uh part of the pickup of conviction uh which was uh which was greenlit by as you said pete uh abc uh, head channing dungy uh part of conviction was uh the role of maxine bowen played by marin dungy the sister so we said ah the fix is in conviction is going to run 10 seasons conviction was stopped uh at its 13 episodes no more episodes are being ordered so that's de facto cancellation channing dungy canceled a show her sister was on pete that th this is a stone cold businesswoman. yeah i mean it is business it it's never personal however marvel is much bigger than the show the sister of abc television happens to be on so, you know, is is there a bias? Is there anything going on there? I think Inhumans as a brand was certainly bigger than their TV side, but was smaller than the film side, if that makes sense. So it's the Goldilocks principle. This is just right. We'll put it on the big screen for two weeks. You can go see it there. And then we're going to bounce it to the small screen. And we're going to give you six additional hours after that. And ratings dependent. Yeah, maybe we get another block in the spring. Who knows? Um, but it's an unusual situation. And it really kind of throws everything else, given the way that the ratings currently are, into a little bit of doubt. We love S.H.I.E.L.D., we podcast S.H.I.E.L.D., we are, you know, we refer to it as the mothership, the same way that, that Marvel head of television Jeff Loeb refers to it. It is the thing from which everything else springs. It is the show we have uh, far and away for our podcasting careers done the most of, 72 episodes to this point. We're the only podcast that does every single TV show in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You don't even need to ask us about Inhumans that we're bringing it to you here. We'll be bringing it to you then. Not even a concern. But, you know, as I was doing some some business off the mic the other day, Matt, um, we're going to have our ninth, um, I'm sorry, our eighth and ninth Marvel Netflix, or, well, Marvel TV shows next year. In they'll, they'll be on uh, Netflix in the Punisher and in um, Defenders. 
okay, added to the four other Defender shows, the two that have been on ABC, everything else we got going on. And uh, we're not done yet. Now we're adding in humans. <laughs> it just seems like maybe it's getting a little too big. Just when S.H.I.E.L.D. went away for three weeks and it was like, oh, man, Pete, there might be less to podcast next year. I don't know. Now it's like, nope, full speed ahead. And you consider, I, I think I overstated the number. So Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Agent Carter, the four Netflix shows were up to six. Defenders, which was previously announced, were up to seven. Punisher, which was more recently announced, were up to eight. Add Inhumans. Inhumans will be the ninth Marvel TV show, all in a relatively short span of time. I mean, S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> yeah. started in 2013. So, you know, and granted, I, I think, though we referenced Star Trek earlier, you know, all but one of those shows from 1987 until uh, 2005 ran less than... Um, Five, uh, less than seven seasons, and that was the final one. And that was, you know, cited in terms of franchise fatigue, and it's a cautionary tale. I got to wonder how much is too soon, but at the same time, it, it's a different TV landscape. You know, uh, shows are put out on a Friday, and people are done with them. Well, people like me are done with them, you know, sometime Saturday. Certainly, I mean, for every Marvel Netflix show, that's a bit of the X factor in terms of, uh, from from what I have read just in the entertainment press, I really get the sense that nobody but the highest people at Netflix really, really knows how many people are watching Netflix shows and therefore what the value is. I can only assume by the proliferation of Marvel Netflix stuff that They've done the math and they're getting solid either you know, well solid renewal numbers from the people watching Marvel uh, because it's it seems Pete that the goal slowly is to have a new Marvel Netflix thing every third of a year or so. Um, right, and let's consider the timing next year of what's going to be happening. Okay, so uh, Iron Fist comes out. We've already established in March. The Punisher and the Defenders have not been given dates just yet. We're fairly confident because it's longer that Punisher will come first and then Defenders, which Matt squares it up approximately around the time that Inhumans is, is going to be dropping which gee so, whiz pete does that mean that marvel netflix or i guess net that netflix might buy ad time for the in during inhumans to try and sell uh to try and sell defenders i or or you know if there's some kind of vice versa situation you know dropping a an ad because again it's all connected though they air on separate outlets hey, you know, here's at the end of The Defenders, here's a two-minute trailer for Inhumans in theaters, you know, August 28th. Yeah, it's interesting because ultimately because of binge watching, they don't really cannibalize each other. The only thing that you might cannibalize is, is you know, audience interest. You might lead to that franchise 
fatigue, but things are lining up for, as you said, Pete, Iron Fist in March, Punisher in the summer, uh, Inhumans in the fall. Um, something just in my gut tells me whatever it was that led to Jessica Jones being released and watched kind of November, December, that's kind of where I think, um, uh, defenders will end up. Um, but regardless, I mean, just incredibly busy time. And clearly, as I was saying before, clearly this is making sense to Netflix to order more. Obviously the agents of shield ratings for broadcast TV call into question, you know, many more seasons of shield, uh, is Netflix maybe, you know, hoping for a shield cancellation so they could scoop it up because, oh man, you get a 0.9 on Netflix. That's, that's through the roof. I, I don't know. Um, they already have the, the old episodes. I don't know how much value added there is, but Pete, worst comes to worst of a year from now, we're talking about, you know, agents of shield a year in the life, you know, a la Gilmore girls, but it's the special four, four episode, 90 minute a piece, uh, you know, return and perhaps finale of shield. Like, I'll take it. If that's what Netflix wants to offer up, I'll take it. I mean, it's, again, within the realm of possibility, we're obviously more attached to the S.H.I.E.L.D. series and particularly the characters since at least one of them transcends into the movie side. And, you know, now that we've got this mashup of a project that literally begins its life on a movie screen and then to the TV, you know, all bets are off. I still think that, you know, there's a strong possibility that some of those characters bump over, um, if not on a full-time basis. But again, you know, four years on TV, that's a pretty good run these days. And certainly, let me put it this way. If I'm Jeff Loeb and I know that Inhumans is going to actually take people from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and and rework it in this in this new format um i would be saying there's no connection to agents of shield either and then i would make sure that we are filming inhuman stuff in secret and, so that there can be that big wow much like you get at new york comic-con when you know they, they 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 pack the main hall there for for people to see a couple of actors wave and say some nice things and then watch an episode and cheer along with it um, can you imagine Pete sitting in an IMAX theater as summer comes to an end, surrounded by Marvel fans, seeing the Inhumans going on, whatever that might be, and then boom, Coulson and May fly in on 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 Zephyr One. I mean, it would I, I could only imagine it would be this insanely powerful moment. Yeah, I mean the reaction would be tremendous and only firm up when it is already a connected universe. Well, Pete, we will certainly keep the Pop Culture Podcast feed uh, filled aplenty as there's news about uh, about the Inhumans series uh, coming to fruition. Uh, I will mention, while on the one hand it's unusual for a show to be greenlit so early as we discussed, oftentimes pilots are shot in January and February. So, you know, to do a two-hour pilot is a little bit of a stretch from a one-hour pilot, obviously. To then say, oh, we're going to do something unique and then do a direct-to-series order, it, it's not quite as as early as it may appear. But uh, certainly as news unfolds, we will keep you, the dear listeners, apprised of the situation. Wouldn't have it any other way. Pete, 
also, speaking of that, many other people wouldn't have it any other way by not seeing you tweet. So, seamless transition. How can people be in touch with you on Twitter? You can find me on Twitter at Peter, P-I-E-T-E-R-J, Ketelar, K-E-T-E-L-A-A-R, 8,579 followers. Can't be wrong. And while I am personally on Twitter as Looking Back Lost, you can be in touch with the podcast about any of these nine Marvel shows or Star Trek Discovery or good geeky nerdy things in general by reaching out to Fantastic Geek on fantasticgeek.com, fantasticgeek at gmail.com, fantasticgeek on Twitter and Instagram as well. Of course, fantastic with a PH. But wait, Pete, there's more. That would be facebook.com forward slash fantastic geek with the PH all one word there. Uh, We are adding uh, likes and people uh, following through there uh, in uh, droves. So you definitely want to be part of that. Well, Pete, we will be back next week on the Pop Culture Podcast feed, talking some Star Trek, an episode, Pete, for which many people give thanks, and uh, also an episode somewhat indirectly about someone trying to have a Thanksgiving meal. It's a bit of a stretch, but you'll see when you get there, (laughs) dear listeners. Um, And then, of course, S.H.I.E.L.D. returns two weeks from there, if you're listening to this on the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. feed. And uh, I guess with that, Pete... I will say adios to all our listeners. Pete, do you have a final word? Oh, the inhumanity. 